When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, actually, Chris, let's go ahead and play the whole thing. Because now that Mr. Rhyme is here, I haven't been able to figure it out. I've been working on it since midnight. <laughs> and I put it through every machine I can put it through, every deciphering machine. I've run it by people at the right. highest levels of uh, voice recognition. <laughs> we have uh, we have used various types of these language programs to see if he might be speaking some foreign language. Verbal filters, That's right? Exactly right. And nobody has been able to come back with any kind of uh, interpretation. So maybe you could. All right, so here he is, Joe Biden yesterday, talking about the economy. The latest report on consumer price shows prices show that we've expanded some easing. Uh, we, excuse me, the expected easing we thought was going to come has increased. That we are we've seen. A good monthly report. <laughs> the the what kind of easy? The easy wisey, easy wisey. The easy what? The easy wisey. The expected easy is that what he said? The expected easy wisey wizzy, wisey woozy, wisey wizzy wizzy easy wizzy. That was a big old cereal bowl full of gibberish. Yeah, man. well, that's what's coming out of his that's head. It's just gibberish. Yeah. yeah, he didn't know what he's talking about. Well, let's straighten that it was out. Pure gibberish. Let's straighten it out. The um, what easy? Uh, bacon is up 11%. Beef is up 8%. Lettuce is up 5%. Fish is up 7%. Uh, milk is up 8%. Airfare is up 19%. Gasolini's is up 42%. Oh, I know. Uh, dresses are up 19%. Something you would know about as well. Dresses. Yeah. Uh, hotels are up 24%. Used cars are up 42%. You know. And new cars are up 6%. Public transport is up 14%. Yeah, well, about. I know it every time I go to fill up my car, and I realize that where once it took 20 bucks, now it takes 35 almost 40 Uh-huh, that's right. Doubled almost. You know, I mean, I the, the liberals in general really have never understood economics in, in any shape or form. Or they do, and they want the opposite to happen. Right. So with Biden, I think it's a little bit of both, okay? Because he, yeah, the, the basics of economics are, well, pretty basic. <laughs> they're not that difficult to understand. It's, not, it's really not that deep. No. Man. You, you let people have more of their own money, and uh, you keep the government out of it. Uh, jobs go up here. Uh, wages go up. People spend more money in the economy. Boom, shakalaka. We, we He's dumping money into the economy, and it's tanking the economy. Yeah. it's Well, it's driving up prices on every single yeah. thing. That means when the prices go up, your dollar's worth less. Yes. So pretty soon you get a worth less dollar. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's where we're headed. Yeah, it ain't brain surgery, no, man. It's pretty no. easy. No, 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 no. He wants to tank the economy. <sighs> yeah, they all I, do. I think so. I mean, you know, I think that's, that is the ultimate of where, uh, the end of this, where we end up. But he doesn't even know if he can tie his shoe. At least, <laughs> at least I saw this bit that he did yesterday. At least he had clothes on, unlike his son. <laughs> There's another. You know, I was watching Hannity last night, and I was having some crazy sex in the bathroom. Oh, were you really? Yeah, smoking some crack. Yeah, right. And uh, all by myself. Were no, you uh, Were you face down in a hot tub? I just, you know, I, I, that, I know a, lot, a fair amount about addiction. I know how it screws up your head and stuff. But there's a part of me that thinks somewhere in his noggin, he secretly hates his dad. 
because he does everything to take him down. He's filming himself on camera talking to a prostitute. No, about, I, I don't think that's know. it. I don't think that's it. I think he. Man. No, I don't think that's it. I think that he has lived such a privileged lifetime for such a long time that nobody has been able to touch him ever right. that he feels like nobody can touch him. And you know what? Nobody can touch him. He's, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's spoiled beyond comprehension. Think and about he, this. And, and nothing's. Th- is this going to take him down? No. 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 He, he, and if even this if were it a did. Trump kid? Oh. Well, but even if it did. His dad would would pardon him immediately. Remember, his dad said, "This is the smartest man I know." Well, he's got a real low metric for what smart is, man, because that guy was running his mouth to a prostitute, right on video, about, <laughs> on video, on video. <laughs> uh, what we're talking about, he Ooh, lost wow. a third lap. This is the third laptop that he's lost with highly sensitive stuff on there. He's a national security threat. Hunter Biden is, yeah. and he filmed himself having really blankety blank 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 really blanket blank sex. It's really awesome sex he said this is blankety blank sex and then he was floating face down in a hot tub because he was so whacked on crack or whatever that they they you know they they, they couldn't find anybody to put him in an ambulance well and he's partying with by his own admission russian drug dealers yes and apparently they stole the laptop but he was passed out right at ten thousand dollar prostitute this yeah ten thousand dollar a night hotel rooms in vegas going from penthouse to penthouse on a vegas bender with russian drug dealers right 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 so who's colluding with the russians right well that trump boy he was he was in bed with putin so so let me just let me just add a plus b and see what you think so (laughs) we had jen saki was questioned yesterday all these trips that Joe is making back, his 18th trip back to Delaware since right. becoming president is coming up. Uh, will you please release the, the visitor logs? Yeah. And Saki said, no, we won't be releasing those. You know, we're not going to tell you who he's seeing back there. So let me, let me just play just a game here in my own head. This is only in my noggin. Right. All right. right. So, so Hunter's out there, and, and Hunter's selling this artwork for $500,000. It's crap. It, it looks like, you know, I figured out the other day, it looks like the coronavirus on drugs. These little, <laughs> little he's just spitting. To me, it's like spin art, you know, from the old carnivals and stuff. He's just spitting on the yeah. paper, right? Here. So anyway, so he's selling it for $500,000. Well, well, anybody who may buy art from Hunter and then want to visit with Daddy, I don't know if they would want to do that, but want to sit down with Daddy, right, right the president, right. and buy that art for $500,000, they wouldn't go to the white house to do that because we don't you know there's It'd be a little inappropriate well, there's peter ducey you know, peter, peter ducey's peter keeping Ducey's an eye on things heads. yeah he's the only one that's it so peter go uh what's this kid doing here so you get on an airplane or the train and you go back to wilmington and you <laughs> you have the people you know the, the art the art client the client <laughs> the buyers you, you're meeting clients right there I, it's just just in my head that that's a possibility, and then they're questioned about who's Joe meeting up in Wilmington, and Saki says we won't be telling you that. Yeah, they're art lovers. They're lovers of art, <laughs> right? Well, I'm you just, know, I'm just asking. I don't know. Just thinking outside the box here. Sure. Yeah, it all feels just a smidge shady. You know, five hundred thousand dollars for that, and 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 he's meeting with the buyers ahead of time, and they won't release the names of the buyers. Buyers. Yeah. First off. If you're selling, I'm not, you know, I'm artsy-fartsy, but I don't know much about the world of high-end art. But I do know there's really no point having an art show if you're going to meet with the buyers before the show. And they won't tell us who the buyers are. I suspect they all have oddly Chinese and Russian-sounding names. Russian. Russian. And your old man's making trips to Delaware. He ain't telling nobody where the hell he's going. Right. Well, yeah. you know, come on, man. Because <laughs> the Chi- the reason I oh, say well, I Russians just fall off the pumpkin truck. 
The reason I say Russian is because the Chinese have already they've already taken care of the access issue. <laughs> well, I guess you're right. That what was bought and paid for quite some right, years ago. Right. So, but if you, if you're talking Russians now that they, you know he's hanging out and he's partying with Russian <laughs> drug dealers, they have the laptop that they stole from him of, of Hunter totally nude and and talking about being on drugs and all that on this uh, laptop and having crazy sex. He said on right. this laptop. Um, and then you know you want to sell some of your art so they can visit with dad. It all it's just, I don't know. It's all just making sense to me. It's all you know, coming together. Uh, you know, head. just take off the tinfoil hat there, Trey. These I conspiracy know. theories of yours yeah. are so racist and hate-filled I know. hate filled. I know. see i can't believe what well, such negativity you're putting out there sure that's right it's all hey he's trying to start his life over as an artist you know and <laughs> look look okay i've never gone to prostitute land i can you know proudly admit that in my life i've done a lot of crazy crap but not that yeah but without ever having had that experience or made that business transaction, I can pretty much tell you that prostitutes are probably not the people you should be sharing intimate information about your life when you're the, the you know vice president, potentially president's son. And he's in the he's, he's buck naked with video going, yeah, what's going on? riffing on how he made gazillions of dollars. You can see it. I know. I watched yeah. it. Fox was all over it last night. Oh, were they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, they played oh, the whole terrible. damn thing. Yeah. Well, there you go. And of course, he's got a great. He's got an excellent reputation. The minute the, the minute his brother died, he started fooling around with his brother's ah, white God. widow. I know. The minute, I mean, like, oh, I know. Okay, you're, you're free now. Let's uh, hoo hoo, ha ha. Let the, you and me, hoochie coochie. And I mean, she's she's a widower, a recent widower, so she's already down, and you know, that's it's the moment to pounce. Look, the Bidens. I used to live in Delaware. The Bidens Slime. are they, they are they are they are a high dollar trash. And then high dollar trash. Where's he go? Hot, hot springs or somewhere, and hooks up with a stripper. I mean, she's five <laughs> minutes off the pole, and he's over here hooking up with her, gets her pregnant, and refuses right. to take care of his own child. Refuses right. to do yeah, anything for her. A judge had to force him to do it. Yes, yes. Uh, he's a scumbag. Smartest man that the president knows. Well, again, the president knows some real dumbasses, then, if that's the, <laughs> if that's the case. For real. Because, you know, I didn't exactly, the video I saw last night didn't exactly illustrate or demonstrate a smart man to me. Sitting his naked ass in a hotel room going off on Russian drug dealers to a prostitute who stole his laptop. His dad's running for president. I make, like, gazillions of dollars. It's like, you idiot. Nobody's going to say anything. moron. Nobody's going to say anything. Nobody. Nobody. If that was a Trump kid. I I was just about to say, if that was Don Jr., you know that all day long, I'm over here looking at ABC right now. You know all day long, ABC, right there, right there on their TV. Good morning, America. Good morning, Don Jr. (laughs) How's your day going? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but now you know, silence. They nothing. Fox was all over. I don't know if anybody else has covered it at all. Well, here's Fox up here. A little early for t- uh, it's a little, little dirty to be on Fox and Friends, but I... <laughs> well, I don't know. Fox, they just had Christy Noem on there. Did oh, you, yeah. Did you get a chance to read that commentary she wrote that I posted? I, I haven't yet. No, honestly, no. I will. See it. I will take. I will take a look at it. You've got to see it. In fact, the motto for South Dakota is, Under God, the people rule. Well, we're a little far from that right now in general in this country. We'll talk, we'll <laughs> talk a little bit about it. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about it. Wagner Hall at Custom Homes, they are the ones to get in touch with. They bring your vision to life at Wagner Hall at Custom Homes, 210-625-8212. 210-625-8212. Wagner Hall your custom experience is exceptional when you build your home with Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Look, bottom line is building a home uh, can be a really chaotic situation, right? A lot of moving things, a lot of balls in the air. You're doing a 
juggling job. Not, not with Wagner Holic. They do all that for you. Your dream home is their floor plan, and they remove all the chaos that you typically deal with. At Wagner Holic, they build it the way you want it done, and it doesn't cost you any more to do that. So your new dream home with your floor plan without the headache, the hassle, and the chaos is waiting for you. So bring your vision to life today with Wagner Hollick Custom Homes, wagnerhollick.com, and on the phone at 210-625-8212. That's Wagner Hollick Custom Homes. AccuWeather forecast, clouds giving way to some sunshine today at 95. Tomorrow, sun, humid, thunderstorms and spots in the afternoon at 94. Saturday, partly sunny and humid with a high of 95. And FM 1071, stay connected. What has happened in this country, and you don't need me to tell you that, is that there has been such divisiveness and ideology and false information has gotten mixed up in what's clearly a public health issue. <laughs> All right, so 721, Trey Ware, Sean Ryman, KTSA. Did you see this story out of Atlanta uh, with this woman, uh, this uh, mom of yep. a student uh, at a, I believe, a high school? Kyla Posey is her name. And she's got very upset after a conversation with the principal uh, at her kid's school. Uh, she had a certain teacher. She was trying to get her kid into this teacher's class because she thought uh, she did like this teacher uh, and her kid liked the teacher. And the principal uh, proceeds to tell her, because she's black, the, the parent, and the principal is black, Sharon Briscoe. Uh, and on the phone, she began to tell her that, well, uh, that's not one of the black classes. Parent says, what does that mean? I was confused. I asked for more clarification. I was like, we have those in the school. And she proceeded to say, yes, I have decided that I'm going to place all of the black students in two classes, white kids in about half a dozen classes, uh, you know, for whatever reasons, because I guess, the well, it's highly racist, obviously. And uh, the Miss Posey was just shocked that segregation was going on at her kid's school. And so she started telling people. She told the uh, local uh, uh, school board action is going to be taken. She also got in touch with the assistant principal who confirmed why, yes, uh, this is going on. We have black classes. We have white classes. We're keeping them separate. For whatever reasons, I guess they feel it's like uh, in Oregon. They, I guess they feel they have different needs, you know. Uh, and uh, both the assistant and the uh, principal are, are facing disciplinary action. Thank God. But it's it's bewildering to me that in the fight against racism, the current fight against racism, that we're walking backwards from Martin Luther King. We're walking backwards from the civil rights movement. Into uh, into segregation. We this see- person thought this was a great idea. Well, and it was a black principal. Yeah, so black wh- principal. Wh- what we're talking about here is coming full circle, right? Yeah. So um, when you have, and, and this has been going on for quite some time, in order for them to feel, for, for certain individuals to feel like they have solved the issue of racism, what they have to do is they have to segregate themselves and go live by themselves somewhere. <laughs> it's crazy. And it, 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 it's total, it, it's lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. But this is what we're talking about in our country today by all this tribalism that's been set up right. to separate everybody. And they're doing it on, on multi-levels now. You know, they're doing it with the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. They did it on racism. They did it by, by race. Now they're doing it by class. You right, know? right. 
Uh, they're they're trying to just separate everybody. You know, we got the story about uh, American Express. Oh God, it's horrible. Now here's a smart thing to do. You <laughs> you want to separate your employees and cause division among your employees and demoralize your employees, right? Because that'll work. Yeah, yeah. And so what they do is they set up this critical race theory teaching there that if you're you know if you're a white guy, then you are a privileged class there, and uh, you need to shut up when black people walk in the room and start speaking and all these. Things. This is what they're teaching people, but it's all about divide and conquer and separate us based on whatever we are you got to separate you can't come together and that's exactly what you're talking about happened here in this school and if it's happened in this school i guarantee it's happening at others yeah this is the and one they're, not, we telling, know they're about. not telling the parents this is the one this, we know about. this this woman did not know no. had no idea i mean that's a major and it was all in the principal's the principal's decision to do this right and the assistant principal apparently backed her up so yeah, how many other schools is this going on, and, and and you don't know how many right here? How many right here in San Antonio? That's right. And I, I think also at play, and it's it's sort of the inverted racism of the left, which is really more about getting votes, I think, and Look, maintaining a support base. You know, like the thing with the ditching the the proficiency tests, and I think right. it's Oregon, you know, and all that. It's 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 deeply racist. So here's the deal: school is not about school anymore. No, it's not about education. It's not about teaching the basic fundamentals you have to have in life, like reading, writing, arithmetic. It's not about that anymore. School is about 100%. I'm talking about national public school is about indoctrination. That's all it is. And they're not going to tell parents. Parents, parents, first of all, most parents in this country have checked out from being interested in what's going on in school. Unfortunately, yeah. They have. We're all staring at their phones. And I I said this earlier today, and I, I stand by it. You know, you're not charging your kid anymore. You have no say so over your child right. anymore. It's it's Wolf and it's Nirenberg. They have they have taken what you have abdicated, and that is your moral and spiritual authority over your own child. They're running your child's life. Well, they're and, and they're also demonizing faith because in a lot of the CRT so. stuff, okay, the only religion that's set that's that's set aside as being in the intersection of oppressors is Christianity. Uh, it's like the teacher uh, who resigned the other day in Virginia and said, you know, I'm a white, straight Christian woman, and you have basically said I'm the enemy, and you don't want me around. And they passed that last night, by the way. You no, know, they did? Yeah, they passed it. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's attempting to swap out anything that would supersede the government as being the center of your life, whether it's faith, whether it's family, whether it's education, whether it's a knowledge of history. You know, they really do want to be the centers of the universe, to have the government to be the center of the universe. And that's really what's a play Absolutely. Here. That's why they opened the border. That's why all this, we're having the COVID spike. It's all connected, man. Well, you know, Christy Noam has written this thing today in, uh, in Fox News, and we'll talk about it. But she's the governor of South Dakota, where I just right, got back from. Right. Under God, the people rule is, her, is the motto of that state. Our state motto is friendship. What kind of hokey is stuff that our, is, is that actually the motto? What kind of hokey stuff is that? Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> under, uh, up there in South Dakota, it's under God, the people rule. And I put a link on my Facebook page. I'm telling you, it's right on. Nancy Pelosi said yesterday about Gavin Newsom's recall election. She called it a nuisance. This is a, now the people of California. <laughs> She's on drugs. They're the yeah. Well, She's smoking crack with honor, man. Yeah, heavy amounts of, of vodka, obviously. But uh, <laughs> the people of California got this this recall put together. They raised the petition numbers. They right. got it all done. Yep. But it's a nuisance, says Nancy Pelosi. But you're going to love this. Oh, yeah. She's going to love this line. Reject the recall, she said. It's not good for you. It's not good for your children or other living things. I saw that. Yeah, other <laughs> living things. Huh? What? If you're a platypus, it's bad for you, too. <laughs> Fruit fly, it's bad for you. 
This is bad for blue whales. What are you talking? This is bad for dolphins. Bad for every living thing on the earth. It's bad for other living things. You know, see, when you drink very heavily, you know, the brain cells that you kill off don't grow back. So when you're as old as she's probably hitting some of the important ones at this point. That's all, you know, that was a very bizarre statement. I have a, I have a prediction that she's going to be gone soon. Yeah, I, I don't think she's long for, for her political I, life. I think that what's going on is that she's getting ready for next year in the midterm. She doesn't want to go down. Mm. And I think she's going to be uh, probably the next to resign behind Cuomo. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it yeah. at all. All right, quick break. Stay connected. Experts are saying that DeSantis' policies measured out are raising the death rate. They're keeping Florida in this state, breaking its own records, a kind of pandemic horror show again. I want to be very clear about why we care about this and why journalists report on Stop it. Stop it. Because of the news <laughs> and human significance this has. Stop it. A very real human cost. You lying son of a gun. Uh, that is the guy over on the MSNBC, of course. They've got a you know a political reason for doing this. And I said years ago, a couple of years ago, get ready, Ron DeSantis. Because he's a real threat to Joe Biden. He's a real threat to the swamp and the Democrats and all oh, that. Yeah. And now they're focusing all their attention on Ron DeSantis. The CDC's making up <laughs> making up numbers about death rates and everything that's going on with COVID down in Florida. Uh, they're going to weaponize COVID as much as they can to try to keep him from running as president again, you know, for the presidential nomination. Uh, and, and they're fine, you know, the, the more deaths that rack up down in Florida and all that, they'll be totally good with that. But this is one of the most disgusting things you'll ever see. The Lincoln Project, left-wing Democrat folks, they put together this commercial. Here's this cute little baby girl, and she's got a mask on, and she's in a classroom all masked up. This is where your child should be this fall. And then that dissolves into this uh, kid in, in a, laying in a hospital bed, and he's maybe six, maybe, and he's uh, intubated, and the thing is shaking on his chest as he's obviously dying from COVID, which children at six years old don't die from COVID. We know that. Statistically, statistically, scientifically, this commercial is, is an out-and-out lie, and then it dissolves into Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott, and these guys are killing children. These guys are killing well, it your was, children. It wasn't even called his kids murderers uh, the other day. Uh, by sending sending him to school without masks. Well, he's in the crosshairs. You're right, and, but and the CDC was cooking the books on their death numbers. They they try to make it out that last Sunday was the highest uh, had the highest rate of infections or hospitalizations. I believe it was in one day, and they'd added several days together to get that figure. It had to be corrected by the health department in Florida. So yeah, he's in the crosshairs. I mean, I I heard David Van Camp saying this that you know we all really like Ron DeSantis, and so do I. And because he's in the crosshairs, you know that every editorial room, every every news so-called news provider in this country that hates Ron DeSantis are are sifting through his background, looking to try to dig something up on him. Well, you heard him. me say that months ago. Yeah, uh, you heard David say, but you heard me say that months ago that they have hired a battalion right. of research investigators to go back in his in his life as far back as they can go. Because it won't be Joe that's going to be running in 2024. It'll be Giggles the Clown or somebody. And they've got to find anything they can find on this guy. And right now it's COVID and children. They are blaming him, calling him a murderer of children. And it doesn't work. The numbers do not play out. But you know the numb nuts who follow the left? (laughs) They're going to go right along with it. Well, yeah, of course they will. Well, they're morons. They don't read. They're morons. They don't read. They don't. They don't look into this. The stuff. truth doesn't matter. They, they get all their. They get their world view from a freaking meme. So you know, Ron DeSantis. God bless him. He's in for a rough ride because you know this stuff is only going to get worse the closer we get. Of course. 
to 100%. next presidential He doesn't even cycle. know what hell they're going to unleash on him. But, you know, here in San Antonio, we also have two numbnuts downtown <laughs> who are taking control of your children. They're right. taking control of your children. A and, folks, jerks. you have willingly allowed Ron Nirenberg and Nelson Wolf to enslave you hmm. because they now control every aspect of your life, including your children. You have no say-so about what happens to your children when they go to school. No, nope, not this Nirenberg point. does. He's he's your child's daddy, and 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 Wolf is your child's great granddaddy. Yeah, uh, th- so they're yeah they're going to dictate to you what your how your kids uh, what their educational experience is like. And it, what, what, what's sick about it too is that you combine things like the COVID crap, like the mask wearing. Now little kids are going to be wor- sitting behind a mask for an entire day at school, which. You know, you can't tell me it's not going to have a negative impact on them in some way, shape, or form, probably on multiple different levels. Because their personalities are developing. Their brains are developing. Their sense of themselves and of society are developing. And you're shoving them behind a mask, and there's no science backing it up whatsoever. Okay, so you got that going on. Plus, you combine that with what you and I have talked about quite a bit, an already stripped-down education where they're not really being taught critical thinking skills and they're not being taught about history and, and now the three basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic, are not really being focused on. You're screwing over an entire generation of people because you want stooges to vote for your side of things someday. You want people who are not going to question Whatever you want them to do, whatever you tell them to do. And you and I know that when we talk to folks, and I, I'm not, I hate to be a jerk, but when you talk to people who are either in high school or who are recent grads, you can tell in, a, in about five or ten minutes worth of conversation that they did not get the same education you and I did. There's basic stuff they don't know. Basic stuff. And now we're going to shove them behind a mask. They're, they're screwed. They're doomed. I just shared a piece from uh, cityjournal.org, Do Mask Work. And uh, I, I read the piece, thank God, before I shared it because it's now un- they, they, they took it down. Uh, you know, some, somebody, <laughs> right. somebody on Facebook took it out. Wow. But it starts off by talking about Dr. Jerome Adams, who was just on TV two days ago. He's a former Surgeon General over Donald Trump. One year ago said people quit buying masks. They do not work. That masks, the surgical masks, were developed so that the surgeon would not inadvertently infect the open wound of somebody they were working on. That's why it was there. It was never meant as a disease barrier. These masks, are, these masks are not a disease barrier. We've tried every way in the world to try to communicate that with you. Uh, you know, even to the point of the absurd, if you can smell a fart, then you, it's not, it's not, I mean, we've tried every way, you know, just to try to get through to people to make them understand this is not the be-all and end-all that's going to save your life, and it's going to do more harm to children sitting in school. But the bottom line to this is, is beyond whether or not they have a biological zoo on their face, the bottom line is your power, your authority over your child has been stripped from you. Well, because, Take you know, away. From, from the point of view of folks like uh, Ron and the judge, even though they themselves don't obviously feel the need to follow these mandates themselves, uh, you folks are just stupid rubes and you don't know what's best for your kids. And that's why we have to intervene, you anti-vaxxing, non-mask-wearing weirdos. You know, that's re- it's really that arrogant. It's that level of arrogance that the average person cannot make choices for their own That's what life. tyrants do, though. Ty- well, precisely. Tyrants enslave people to their rule and to their authority. And, and you know what? All Abbott's order did was say, parents, you're in charge. Yeah. That's all it did. You want to put your kid in a mask, you put your kid in a mask. 14 masks. I don't care. I don't care what you do with your child. It's your ch- That is your child. You decide what to Not do with Not anymore. Your child. No. Not in Bear County. No. Ron couldn't have it. 
He's a, he's a tyrant. He couldn't have it. Nelson Wolf is a tyrant. He right. couldn't have it. He could. They, neither one of them could imagine living in a world where you had control over your own child and you made the choices for your child. Neither one of them could imagine that kind of world. So they had to take that. They had to usurp that power and authority from you. And they were, you know, almost gloating about it yesterday. And oh, yet, totally. and yet, and there's not a peep about the busloads of COVID positive migrants that are flowing into this city, and God knows how many are being shipped over to Florida. You know they're shipping them to Florida, too. Well, we, we haven't... Yes, that's true. We have another story out this morning about this deal... Oh, God, ...that yeah. the, uh, the mayor of Laredo, it's Mayor Signs in Laredo, cut a deal with Joe Biden, and that is <laughs> when these migrants come in, these illegal immigrants, quit calling them migrants, they're illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, when they come in to the country... They don't test them for COVID because if they test them and they're positive, they have to take care of them. They have to provide a place to quarantine them, and they have to give them medical care. And Laredo said, we don't have the infrastructure to do either, so we're not testing them. So they go to Biden and say, what do we do with all these folks? Biden says, put them on a bus and send them to San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston. So they're arriving here. They're going to Austin. They're going to Dallas, and they're going to Houston. And they're not being tested there either for COVID. Why? Because we don't want to take care of them either. So then they're on to the next city and the next city and the next city infected with COVID. And nobody wants to do anything about it because once you test them, they become your responsibility. Well, and, and, and right. And if, and if, but factually, if Ron and, uh, and the judge were really concerned about the lives of children and the lives of uh, San Antonio citizens as far as the COVID... Well, they'd be a little concerned about that, wouldn't they? You bet. But they don't say a word about it. If they, if any mayor or governor in this country gave a crap, if the president gave a crap about COVID, the first thing they'd be screaming about is the border. You, you said a couple of years ago, you said these, this generation is willingly walking into their own oppression, and that's true. Yeah. They're also willingly walking into their own enslavement. You are yeah. becoming slaves to these people who are going to lord it over you. Yeah. I'm talking about the Nirenbergs. They are going to, they are their lo- your lord and master, and they don't see God as being your lord and master. They don't know God. Remember, Ron Nirenberg said it was his GD city. <laughs> as long as I'm mayor of this GD city. Yeah, that was a shining moment for him. But <laughs> without a mask, without a mask, and a mob of people. That's right. So <laughs> here they are usurping wow. your authority over your own child, taking the governor of Texas to court so that they can control what happens with your child. It has nothing to do with health. Look at the numbers. All it is is that you don't. You're not smart enough to figure it out, little people. We're going to figure it out for you. We're going to do it for you. It's incredibly sanctimonious. It, it really is, and and very low in intellect as and, well, and tyrannical. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to talk about CarZeus at CarZeus.com, a new and improved option when looking to sell your car. Don't get tricked with a two-minute offer only to spend four hours at the dealership. That's not going to happen with you at CarZeus.com. They're not a car dealership. It's all done online here. They have nothing to sell over there. They have eliminated all the risk and the time it takes to sell privately. CarZeus is an all-new and improved option when you're looking to sell your car. You'll get quotes, free quotes, and no obligation whatsoever right online, saving you time, saving you all the hassle of privately selling your vehicle. They have a 4.9 rating over at Google Reviews. That's how great they are at CarZeus. These aren't commissioned salespeople, so they're not going to hassle or haggle you about anything at all. No hassle. Hassle-free. So you don't anymore have to get tricked by the two-minute offer only to spend four hours at the car dealership. Simply log on, get your free, no-obligation offer. 
A South Carolina man has been arrested for allegedly giving a child a face tattoo at a McDonald's restaurant. <laughs> Brandon Brandon Prescia, 28, of Lawrence, South Carolina, is charged with illegal tattooing and underage tattooing after police learned that a minor received a tattoo at the McDonald's. Uh, the alleged incident happened at McDonald's in Lawrence. Um, authorities were tipped off. A man was tattooing a child in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> These Come, are stupid times in which we live, man. It co- comes with a Happy Meal. You get your Happy Meal, and Mc, it's free McTat, tattoo. Chris said McTat. <laughs> McInk. Used, used to be you would get one of those, you know, you reach down to the bottom, and you get one of those water tattoos you oh, put yeah, on, yeah, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. But now you can actually get the real one. The real damn thing. <laughs> on your face. You just want to say what... What were you thinking? <laughs> You're at a McDonald's tattooing a child. You didn't think anybody would notice? You didn't think that might send up a few red flags? Oh, my God. Oh. So, you know, last week what I noticed in, in South Dakota was, um, and I didn't realize it, Sean, until I read Christy Noam's commentary, and I linked it on the Facebook page, right. but I, I, I had not noticed this. She said people come up here to ride their motorcycles and all that kind of stuff because it reminds them of the way America used to be, wide open and free. Mm. Wide open and free. And I never realized that. It didn't, it didn't connect with me. Even though I went there last week and realized that I was in a place that was wide open and free, I didn't realize that it was more like what we used to be. And I, I'm not one of these guys that the best is in the past. That's not who I am. But a, a lot of the better is in the past, right? And so you go there, and it really is. I mean, first first thing you notice, the roads are outstanding. TxDOT right. sucks. <laughs> I mean, right. The roads are outstanding. I concur. And there's no there's no trash and stuff. You know, mm, I, right. you know, dry, I leave here and I go up I thirty five, and it's like, my God, man. And uh, could somebody please come out of here with one of those little poles with a rod at the end of it, pick up the trash, or you know, whatever? There's none of that. They're really smooth and all that. But she says um, we allow people. You know, people are going to die. People are going to. You know, <laughs> stuff is going to happen to people. But we allow people to live their lives because their state motto is "Under God, the people rule." Right. Right. Wow. I. You know, I think the whole dynamic of what life is has changed, and we've allowed it to change in that. With pretty much every generation behind ours, okay. Well, you're 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 more boomer. I'm more, you know, Gen X, just by a few years. But the younger generations, their their whole concept of life is different, in that they truly do need a continuous flow of content and distraction. If you took a kid out to South Dakota, North North Dakota, to be in the outdoors, they'd probably just stare at their phones the whole time. They would. They're living their lives. I mean, I, you and I do it enough as adults. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, an, it's an, an addiction. But you think about the younger kids. They don't know of any other kind of life other than staring at a device or having the headphones in or playing, yeah, playing the video. Without that stuff, they, they, don't know, they genuinely don't know what to do. I'll tell you this. You know, she, Very easily bored. No yeah. appreciation of yeah. being out of doors. And because of this, she's a rock star. People are oh, actually yeah. walking. How many times have you seen Greg Abbott on a T-shirt? You don't, right? Do you? Right, right. The, the people are walking around there with Christy Noam <laughs> cool. on the T-shirt. She goes to Deadwood and is on the back of her horse with an American flag, and wow. literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are there to greet her. And then she rides a motorcycle from Deadwood over to Sturgis. They all go over there, and they're—I mean, it's crazy. Wow! And it's just because she says, "Live free." And here we are in the Alamo City, and what are we becoming? Seriously, right? <laughs> Think about great, that. Great point. Great point. Is that, you know, what we were just saying about becoming enslaved to Nirenberg and, and Wolf and, and, and voted for, for them again. 
again voted or didn't for vote them. at all, which is casting a vote in its own way. Look, yeah, this whole city is wrapped around the idea of fighting to the death for your freedom. And look at what we're becoming. The exact opposite. But you know what's weird is that people that don't grow up in freedom, I think, um, they don't they don't know what it's like. So they don't they don't have anything they don't have a comparison to make. If they grow up in the repression that is San Antonio right now and the control and the tyrannical government that is San Antonio and the tyrants that run the city now, if they grow up underneath that South Dakota they they have no, no comparison right. to make with a, with a South Dakota. They don't understand freedom. Well, they don't, and, and you sort of you have to really have a basic understanding of history and civics to even grasp. Oh, yeah, it makes total make sense. sense. Yeah, to even grasp what what your freedom is. Yeah, they don't, people don't really. I mean, and again, younger folks don't really have an understanding of that. Yeah, right. You know, and uh, uh, you, 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 without that base education, it's pretty hard to appreciate. Just what life is here in America and what it's supposed to be about and how it was designed and why it was designed the way it was. Because now you got all these yahoos are out there saying, well, it's built on racism, capitalism is racism, and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, everybody's just staring at their stinking phone, not thinking about it, and freedom slips away. And uh, I think that's kind of, we're, we're in that moment where freedom is really in a, in a very dicey position. It's a wonderful piece. It's, it's from foxnews.com. I hope you'll uh, check it out. I did, uh, I did link to it. Sex, reassignment, surgery, and more coming up. Where in Ryan.com. The latest report on consumer price shows, uh-huh. prices show, right. that we've expanded some easing. Uh, we, excuse me, the expected easy we easy thought was going to come. Easy weezy. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. We've expanded the Easy Weezy. So now it's going to come. Now we've expanded the Easy Weezy, it's going to come. Easy Weezy's on the way. That's right. Enjoy your Easy Weezy because we've expanded it, and now it's going to come. Sounds dirty. You know what's funny? <laughs> Speaking dirty. of dirty, you know what's funny? I mean, his, he is Hunter's his dad. His crackhead son actually makes more sense than he does. Well, yes, depending on the day. Easy Weezy. <laughs> Easy kizzy, easy wizzy. Strange days indeed. So, uh, you know, you just take your choices. Uh, take your chances with old Joe. You roll the roulette wheel around and say, let's do it again, Chris. Easy wheezy is going to come because we've expanded the easy wheezy. The latest report yeah. on consumer price shows, uh-huh. prices show, right. that we've expanded some easy, uh, we, excuse yeah, me, the expected easy we yeah, thought was going to come yeah. the easy. has increased. That we are, we've seen a good monthly report. Ah, the easy's on the way. That's right. That's what I said. The easy wheezy's going to come. The Department of uh, the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services, Commissioner Jaime Masters, or Jamie, I don't know, you know where San Antonio spelled the same, uh, concerning whether genital mutilation of a child <laughs> for gender transitioning is child abuse, and they have uh, now figured out. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's child abuse. Yeah, because when you're a child and you're 13 and you have it cut off or whatever, you, you later on in life when you're in your 20s and you have half a brain that God gave a goose, many times they go, hey, hey, wait a minute, that's not really me. Then you can't do anything about it. Then well, it's, it's kind of odd that we won't let a kid get tattooed. Yeah. But we'll let them remove their own genitals if That's they decide right. so. Right, right. Well, it's about damn time somebody did. It, you know, because we, we have these individual cases. Remember the guy whose ex, ex-wife 
is a child psychologist. He uh, claims the kid's name is it wants to be a girl's name, Luna. Last week. And so when the kid is there with her, he, he dresses like a little girl. And when he's with the dad, he doesn't want to dress like a little girl. Yep. Well, a court upheld her rights over his. You remember that? Mm, last week, uh, yeah. He now has to have, he can only have supervised visits with his son. She has total control over all medical decisions. And all important decisions so, concerning the little kid's life. So here's the deal. Um, just so you'll know, just so everybody understand this, you can cut it off or whatever you want to do with it. You can put breast implants in or whatever, however, however you want to do this. It's all cosmetic. you still a guy. <laughs> you still a dude. And you're going to well, be yeah. a dude today. You're going to be a guy till the day you die. A dude is a dude. A, a chick is a chick. Look, I don't care how you want to live. If you want to live like the opposite gender, but you ain't that. That's not who you are, man. And, and You can't just be that. Cutting stuff off or adding boobs or whatever is not going to change who you be you is who you is well it's just bizarre to me that gender's a question (laughs) and and look i I understand 21 is the age of accountability and all that stuff here in the state of texas and you know you can smoke drink cuss and run with women and all that stuff when you're 21 supposedly i don't think this is a decision that should be made before 25 and that's a scientific deal man they say the frontal cortex up here still developing prior to 25 and they get to 25 it's just about getting to where it's halfway formed or whatever you know develop so let's wait till then before you start altering somebody's body permanently because you can't put it back on once it's gone yeah it's kind of like salt once you put it on there you can't take it off yeah i you can always add more but you can't take it Uh -uh. you know i it's based upon what i've read the classically that whole idea of of sexual or gender reassignment surgery was intentionally made as a long involved process involving not just medical doctors but also psychologists, you know, I mean, it was something that you didn't just do overnight. And it was intentionally so, because once you do that, you can't put it back. That's what I'm saying. So you don't, you don't go with another with it. You say, okay, here's the deal. We're going to do this slowly and surely and all that kind of, because a bunch of people, they want to go back after they've done it. Well, we, they're, they're fighting that now. Yeah, in their late 20s, mid to late 20s. Well, they're like, what did I do to uh, my body? Uh, and now you can't do anything about it because it's gone. It know? is child abuse. And of course it is. It's 100% child abuse. So they've got it right. Uh, it's child abuse, and uh, and we, we should not allow it to happen. I, I say 25, but okay, people are going to shut me down. Well, I mean. I say it's good age right there. <laughs> the fact that we even have to have this debate is bizarre to me. Isn't it weird? The fact that we even have to debate letting a kid yeah. go through gender reassignment surgery is right. bizarre well, to look, me. What look, have we become? Look, a kid can go to a school and say, I want an abortion, but she can't get an aspirin. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's, they have it's to call madness. mom to get an aspirin, but the, the school can run them down to Planned Parenthood and get an abortion yeah, all no, day. It's, 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 it's surreal. And, uh, uh, you know, as a parent, you know, my kid's medical choices, I mean, when my kid was a kid, now she's not a kid, but I mean, when, they, when my kid was a kid, you are legally responsible for the health of your child. You are legally responsible for every medical procedure they have. If they get an aspirin, they get a cold, or what have you. And now it's it's the opposite. Now no. we're trying to invert that. Now, no, 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 no. It's the school's uh, decision. It's the mayor's decision. It ain't, you don't know what's best for your kid. You know, it's madness. That's what's so insidious about what Ron and, and Nelson are doing with these masks to kids, right? Because kids that get sick from breathing their own crap, Mm. It comes out of their mouth, mouth crap. 
when they breathe that stuff back in, they're going to get sick from that too. But Ron and the judge are not going to accept responsibility for sick kids for breathing, breathing their own biological crapola. Yet there's a reason why you're not born with something over your mouth. That stuff's got to go away from you. It's got to go away so that you don't re-enter it back into your own lungs. But under this program, they enter it back in their lungs eight hours a day. You think Ron's going to take responsibility for that? Well, no. No, it's not going to happen. He's, he's at the gym, man. He's doing reps. Here's what I think, okay? Yeah, apart from you know, whatever medical issues there may arise from putting a kid in a mask uh, for hours, what, seven or eight hours a day now at this point when they go to school. Yep. What are the psychological da- What's the psychological damage that's going to do to a kid? Right. Don't tell me there's not going to be any psychological damage. That's 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 that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'll tell you exactly, there is, man, because I've got two high schoolers. Yeah, and as a high school girl, you gonna cover her face all day? A high school girl, not meant to have her face covered all day. Neither is a boy, but I mean, seriously, psychological issues that they've got to deal with. It's well, it, it is pathetic what you're doing to these kids. When the, Sean, here's the pathetic nature of it. There's no scientific there's no evidence to back it. it up. There's no science. There's no science for it. <laughs> back it up. So you're spinning the roulette wheel on uh, you know the psychological damage, the 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 medical physical damage. I mean, talk about trust issues alone. Yeah. Where where do you learn to trust people? Where do you learn to make their, human con- to make human relationships? Their face. Well, when you were a kid, that's when you first start learning how to connect with other people, and you're putting walls between that. And you're right, yeah, you, you don't realize how much you communicate with your face. Think about a mama and a mama holding a baby, looking down. The baby has no idea what mama's saying, but the baby knows to trust mama by seeing her face. Right, right. It's what she's communicating by the cuckoo coming from her face that the baby sees in mama, and the baby sees safe, warm, loving environment yeah, but, in the mama's face. But these are the same people that think you got to start telling white kids when they're babies how racist they are. Right. <laughs> so That's right. They're all about messing up they kids. They do it all the time. They're all about messing up kids one way or the other and and the thing that gets me and i i know that for those of you who are just now tuning in we've been talking about this throughout the morning those who've been with us for a while uh i know this sounds repetitive but i don't care this is the this is the linchpin for me they are usurping the authority and power that is naturally with rest with the parents yeah They've been that for a long time. They are usurping your power and your authority. As Sean has said, you're walking right into your own oppression. What I say is you're walking into enslavement. You are becoming a slave to tyrants. That's what's happening. Well, you're, you're conditioning people to be drones. You're conditioning entire generations to be drones and just accept, 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 accept. Because, because these are not people who can, who can, in a sense, win the day with an actual debate or argument. They have to brainwash kids. To have future support bases. That's I, I, exactly what it is. I know I sound like right now I have a crush on Christy Noam. I know I sound like that. <laughs> she, she is a fox. She is a real beauty. But I have that at home, so I don't need that. I just love her attitude. Listen to the quote I just put up here, right? As South Dakota's governor, I have remained within the bounds of my authority and empowered citizens and businesses to make decisions for themselves Rather than mandating they do as I say, I have chosen to let people take personal responsibility for decisions the government has no authority to make. Yeah, and if you're if you're some liberal puke sitting on your ass drinking a fifteen twenty dollar coffee in Greenwich Village, you think that's awful. That's right. You think that is the worst thing possible to let people think for themselves. Because people are stupid rubes. You you hear this all the time in the elite media. 
Uh, what did uh, I think it was Acosta? Maybe it was I forget who exactly it was on MSNBC or CNN who said the supporters of of Ron DeSantis are. Oh, it was uh, Mr. Mika's husband there. <laughs> Hair? On, on the Mika show, He's yeah, hair? Scarborough, who called DeSantis' followers a bunch of yokels. You know what I mean? That's precisely what they think of of uh, of Noam. Oh, she's letting all these yokels and rednecks think for themselves. Hey, well, it's all over. Nirenberg thinks the same way. Oh, absolutely, he, he believes does. the same way. You can't think for yourself. You're just dumb. You are stupid. You're so, so stupid. I'm going to do that. I'm going to decide that your child has to wear a biological diaper, biological zoo on their face. Again, there is a reason we're not born with that. It's so it can go somewhere. You you have openings in your body, <laughs> so that stuff. <laughs> I'd rather leaves. not think about my opening. So, so uh, that stuff leaves your body right <laughs> just saying bad out well, good in you got um it. well you know i had a guy call me up yesterday who claimed to be a medical professional and he was talking about the masks and uh and and he, he actually said on the air and chris heard this well you know when i'm at the hospital doing my job you know i got a, a medical grade mask on and i got a face shield but then he started talking about how well the paper ones you get at heb you know you gotta have those i'm like well if they work why do you need all that at your job why can't you just put an HEB mask on? And he was like, blah, 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 blah. Because the, the way, no, the way that the argument is, well, it's better than nothing. Right. It's like, no, right. it's the crap still goes everywhere, man. Yeah. It goes, it doesn't matter if you have one of those sticking masks on or not, it's going to get out. <sighs> so, you know, <laughs> that's what I say to that. That was good. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. So really good. All right. We'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll do more of this and some other stuff too. More of this and other stuff. Cool. Come Sounds right good. Up. More wear and rhyme. What's say about Stevens Roofing here? You know, it's so hot. Uh, what's happening on top of your roof right now? Everything is expanding and tra- again contracting, expanding and contracting, right? And that is certainly true of the stuff that they use around the vent pipes and around the flue of the chimney and so on and so forth. Uh, all that stuff is cracking now. It gets so hot, you know, 100 degrees outside and the sun's just beating on it. Expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction, and then it cracks. And the next thing you know, you get a little drip, drip inside of the attic or maybe in the wall space or whatever with the next rain and then another drip and another drip drip and pretty soon you got a mess in there stevens roofing will do a thorough roof inspection and make sure that you don't have any dripping going on and if you do they'll talk with you how to fix it if you don't if you don't have any dripping going on they're not going to try to sell you something that you don't need or want i i have told you this many times there have been on three occasions I recently, I have sold myself a new roof and called them out and told them to put a new, put a new roof on. They get up and go, you don't need one. You know, <laughs> why spend the money? Thank God for Stevens Roofing. Give them a call today for your free roof inspection from Stevens Roofing, San Antonio's local roofer. Stevens Roofing has your family covered at 210-785-0994. AccuWeather clouds giving way to some sun, 95. Today, tomorrow, humid with some sun, thunderstorms around in the afternoon and a high of 94. And on Saturday, partly sunny and humid. And 95, we're at Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. People should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw (laughs) your freedom. I can't, your I can't decide if that's Arnold or or, or uh, what's the guy Dana Carby. Um, eight twenty. <laughs> <820. laughs> yeah. 
822, <laughs> screw your freedom. 822 with Warren Rhyme. Hit me, man. Oh, you're going to love this one. Okay. Oh, man, you're going to love this one. We've talked about how some folks are doing this OnlyFans thing, you know. It's sort of it's social media, but people got to pay. And so people take naked pictures of themselves and make lots of money. People like looking at pictures of naked people. Can I ask you a question before you dive in the story? Is that, is that what OnlyFans is? Is it only porn, or do they do any I have leg- no idea. legitimate... Uh... I, I, I think there are other... It's not all naked It's all stuff. porn. I, okay. I've, never done, I've never been on it, so I, I don't know. But okay. uh, we have a, a woman named Nita Marie, and she takes naked pictures of herself on her OnlyFans uh, page or account. Okay. She has almost uh, a million followers. Wow. She earns $1.8 million a year. Whoa. And she's a Christian. Oh. And she says God told her to strip. He did not. God told, she says, God, you know, she's 45 years of age. He did not. And she says, well, (laughs) she said, I'm telling you what she said. (laughs) She said, uh, you know, I I am here to empower uh, Christian women in their sexuality. (sighs) She did not grow up in a Christian house, but she said she met Jesus in a dream when she was six. And she has spent her life trying to empower Christian women in their sexuality, which she says has been oppressed and repressed by men. And so God told her to strip on her OnlyFans account. Mm. What do you think about that? What, do- <laughs> <laughs> what is Trey Ware's reaction to that? Well, if, if she can show me a chapter and verse where that exists. Thou shalt strip. Yeah, because I, I can show a lot of chapter and verses about modesty right. and all of those things. And uh, being a, a Proverbs 33 woman, a virtuous woman, and all those kind of things. I can go through chapter and verse. And that's where God speaks. So he's, he didn't tell her in the middle of the night, get up and take your clothes off, put it on the internet no. for all to see. Thou shalt go Sorry, strip hon. upon the neighbor, upon the internet. Sorry, hon. That's not how it happens. So you're wrong. God didn't tell you to do that. $1.8 million yeah. a year. That's somebody trying to justify that right there. Yeah. Okay? That's all that is. Somebody's trying to justify the amount of money she's making. And she's blaming God for it. So, you know, God gets a lot of blame for stuff he well, didn't I mean, do. I, I, she's, I don't know if she's blaming God, but she's saying oh, yeah. that she's justifying things because... God wants women to be comfortable in their sexuality. That's, she says that's the messaging. I think God's probably a little more concerned with other things, but that, that's what she says. Well, and when it comes to being comfortable in your sexuality, I'm sure, I'm sure that's true, but he has laid out specific guidelines for what that means right. and how you do that. And right. it, it's laid out perfectly and very clearly. See, the thing about what God says for us to do is not, it's not ambiguous at all. It's unambiguous. It's very clear how we're supposed to comport ourselves as human beings here on this planet. He's made that perfectly clear. And he doesn't speak to people in the middle of the night and tell them, go take your clothes off, put it on the Internet, because that's what I want you to do to teach people to be comfortable in your sexuality. Not how it works. So you're saying she's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I am saying that. I sort of predicted that you would have that reaction. <laughs> well, you know, I, I... I think she's just silly. I think it's just a, it's a silly claim to make. Yeah. And, uh, just enjoy your money, sweetheart. And don't bring God into it. I, that's right. <laughs> exactly. If, if you wanted to say, you know what, I would respect her more if she said, I just need the money. I just like to get naked, take I need pictures, and I make lots of money off it. I that's need honest. the money. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That's capitalism, baby. I, I hear you. Uh, but when you start bringing him into it, and I, I use the word blame, that might be too strong, but when you start using him to justify what you're right. <laughs> Don't think so. I don't think so, sweetheart. <laughs> Go make me a sandwich. But, I mean, I read a story the other day that some of these people are making uh, a million dollars a month. Oh, yeah. On that site. I mean, you're telling me she's making 1.8 a year. I read that some people are making a million a month doing stuff on there. 
Yeah, I considered it for a few minutes, but, ah, uh, you know. Because I figured the nickel, nickels and dimes add up, you know, after a while. That's so. what I was thinking. <laughs> the tokens. Ba-ding! I'm going to take naked pictures of myself. Nickels and dimes add up. Small change. You don't put that stuff in a jar. It adds up, man. You heard what he said. Small change. Um, <laughs> in L.A., the uh, city council just voted unanimously that if you're going to walk into a building in L.A., you have to be vaccinated. Right. right. Any, any building. <laughs> not just schools, not just government buildings. Right. This includes restaurants, bars, retail establishments, fitness centers, spas, entertainment centers like stadiums, concert venues, movie theaters, according to the report. This is coming. Uh, everybody's going to have to learn what their answer is going to be and, and how they're going to deal with this. I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. If they tell me it's smart to get a booster, I'll get the booster, you know, those kind of things. Uh, but you know, that's in consultation with my own physician. But uh, the, 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 they're trying to force this on everybody, and everybody, everybody's going to have to make that decision. Do I go to the restaurant? Do I go to the bar? Or do I get vaccinated? You know, that's coming to everybody. Do I go? Oh, yeah. Airplanes are going to do it. Oh, yeah. Every airplane, every airline's going to do it. Hotels are going to do it. E- everywhere you turn, you're going to have to either be vaccinated or not be allowed to go into that place. That's what's going to happen. Happening in New York, you know, and, uh, and, and uh, everybody's going to, you're right. Everybody's going to have to make that call at some point. It's coming to your world. It's coming here at some point in some form. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think what's fascinating is that when you look at the numbers of folks who are not vaccinated, who are unvaccinated, because the left w- would have you believe they're all conspiracy thinking, white, Christian types, white supremacists. But the majority of the folks who are unvaccinated in this country, as I understand it, based upon the numbers I've been seeing, are blacks and Hispanics. So basically, if you have a vax pass system like they now have in New York City, you're basically disenfranchising blacks and Hispanics because they're the predomin- predominantly the people who are not getting vaccinated. Well, let me ask you this. You're, you're a 23-year-old woman. You, you want to be a mom someday. Right. right. Uh, and they're telling you you have to get vaxxed to go to work or go to the restaurant or go to the bar or whatever. But you're thinking, what is this going to do to my reproductive system? I, I've decided I want to have kids when I'm about 30. you got seven years. What is this going to do? You, you don't know, nor do they. They don't know either, and that's the issue. They can't tell you what it's going to do to your reproductive system. You just got to, again, spin the wheel. Well, I, I think it's even more insidious than the mask mandates because this is something going into your body. Right. And everybody responds differently to a vaccine. Right. Everybody does. Everybody is just a little different chemically. You know, even using my wife and I as an example, I got the vaccine. It had no ill effects whatsoever. And she was sick she as a horse. She felt like hell for like two weeks. I just, and where they put it in hurt. Yeah. So everybody's different. So you can't mandate and standardize something that chemically reacts differently to every person. So what they're going to do, though, is they're going to discriminate. That should be the word oh, yeah. that we're going to use. They're, they're, going to, they're going to discriminate against people who do not take the vaccination for their own purpose. You won't be able to go to that restaurant. You won't be able to get on that airplane. You won't be able to go to that hotel. You won't be able to do these things because you're making a choice about your own body. That's where this is headed. And, Sean, I'll say one more thing, and this is going to sound really hyperbolic and, and, and out there and outlandish, but it would not shock and surprise me. I'm not making a prediction, but it would not shock and surprise me that as this Delta variant continues and what it's doing, that we see a shutdown in martial law. I can see that happening. And I'm not saying it's going to, but you wouldn't shock me if they said, well, you know, for the betterment of the country, <laughs> to, to help our country heal and get beyond this, we got to do martial law and stick everybody. 
Well, Biden said as much the other day when he said, uh, when he was asked, you know, well, are you able to supersede the power of these governors who are coming up with these uh, bans against, you know, vax passports and masks? He's like, well, we're looking into it. Check, I don't know that I do, but on it. we're looking, we're checking on it. So, yeah. You know, and I think if, if you know, that's why the midterms, again, are, are so important. Because this stuff's going to get worse the closer we get to the midterms. So, I think you're right. I think you're. I think. Uh, I think uh, there's some I don't really know crazy, going to happen. Crazy crap happening here. But, but uh, I might I, put off the election. <laughs> well, well, we get too dangerous for people to vote at all. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is that you, you, the, the, state of emergency? Nothing. Nothing at all surprises or shocks me about these people to hang on to power and right. to and not only hang on to it. But expand their power. And if that means we're shutting everything down and we're declaring martial law to make sure that we get everybody stuck with this with this uh, vaccine, that's what we're going to do. And you know what? There's a certain number of numb nuts on the left that'll go, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Because you're killing people. Shut it back. Shut it down, man. You're murderers. You know. All right, quick break. More wearing rhyme on the other side of here. Carzeus at Carzeus.com. They don't want you to get tricked with a two-minute offer only to spend four hours at the dealership. Save time, save hassle with Carzeus, the newest and improved option when looking to sell your car or truck. They eliminate all the risk and all the time that it takes to sell privately. They literally have nothing to sell at Carzeus.com. They are not a car dealership. Uh, you can see what people say about them over on Google with a 4.9 rating at Google. Get your quotes, no obligation, free, no obligation quote. When you're ready to sell your car and sell it for a great price, CarZeus.com is the place. SA and FM 1071, stay connected. Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. You're going to love this one. You're going to love it. The American Booksellers Association, the ABA, they uh, are so sorry and so apologetic, and they're putting in these new rules. Uh, oversight rules to prevent accidentally promoting authors like Candace Owens and other conservatives. Uh, what they did, apparently, last <clears throat> month, Candace Owens, of course, has a book out called Blackout, right? right. And uh, then they um, uh, screwed up because they had another one by a black woman called Blackout. That was the one that they wanted to promote, not the Candace Owens book. But they screwed up and sent out the promotion to promote Candace Owens' book and uh, the Blackout of hers. And so um, they realize their mistake, and they have been, you know, profusely apologizing. Oh, my God, we, we, we didn't mean to oh promote God. this conservative black woman's book. We have a new diversity, equity, and inclusion group now, and ABA employees are suitably uh, remorseful, they say, for the mistake. They're <sighs> so sorry and remorseful for promoting Candace Owens and not this other black woman's called Blackout, something about whatever. The employees are being held accountable. And they have agreed to go to training. The policy from the American Booksellers Association going forward demonstrates support for marginalized people representing BIPOC, the black, indigenous people of color, queer, disabled, (laughs) and other marginalized authors and books at all ABA events. And we now, from here on out, at least 40% of our speakers and panelists overall will be black. It also stipulates the ABA will meet as staff throughout the year to discuss topics and educate ourselves on issues related to anti-racism, anti-discrimination, microaggressions, and supporting un- underrepresented people. We are so sorry we promoted Candace Owens. So, 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 so sorry. Ah. <laughs> Book people and people for whose, li- whose lives are about books and literature and, and reading and writing and authorship should place no standards 
on what does get published or what doesn't. Okay, the marketplace should decide what, what a popular book is and what isn't. You know, it, it, this idea that the, the marketplace now of ideas needs to be trimmed and rebalanced and redefined to represent the CRT crap is just that. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, how do you know, how do you know what your opinions are or your worldview is if you've never examined the worldview of somebody you disagree with? How do you know who you are in this world? That's what writing does. And that's what reading does. Reading provides us with a, a wealth of ideas from different perspectives. And that's how you define yourself. But now they want to only define and promote one worldview. There you and go. for book people that's it. of any kind, whether they're the, the ABA or they're whoever they whoever. are, librarians, libraries, uh, uh, book publishers, is a sin against literature. You see how dangerous this is, right? They're not going to promote conservative ideas. No, of course not. Not going to promote conservative authors, regardless of skin color. Candace Owens happens to be black. And and what they said is she's off the plantation. I didn't say it. They did. She's off the plantation. <laughs> she's off the plantation. And so, nothing what, racist there. Nothing there. And so their whole deal is now we're, we're just not going to promote conservatives at all. <laughs> the only books we're going to promote in the future happen to be those that agree with our leftist ideology. So conservatives are rapidly losing their voice. Rapidly. Well, they are. And they're losing their voice at the hands of artless morons who themselves can't, couldn't write a book to save their lives. You know what I mean? So uh, that's, a, that's a bunch of crap. I mean, I, that, stuff like that fills me with such anger. It's the same crap that you see in the schools where they don't let them read the classics anymore because there's a word in it that's inappropriate Well, these how about days. Hollywood? Hollywood's doing the same damn thing. That's why nobody's going to the movies anymore. You've got to scrub everything. That's why people aren't watching movies anymore. I mean, you, you, you are supposed to, what art is supposed to do is challenge your thinking, right? That's what it's supposed to do. Whether it's fictional oh. or non-fiction, it is supposed to challenge you in some shape, form, or fashion. Well, you're not challenged by thinking that is your own that aligns with you. Well, you're right. <laughs> and art, in my opinion, art has two, two, two purposes, okay? It, to, to challenge, but the primary goal of art and artists being you know being one myself and something i take great pride in and you know that all right is honesty because the minute you stop being honest in your art you are no longer act accurately portraying the world and so if we're only going to portray the world as one way in from one perspective art dies and we need art. Art is just as important as archaeology, as history, as, as science, because it's art that lets people know in the future how we felt about the this world is why in you... which we live. And so if you start altering that, in a sense, you alter the future perceptions of who we were in our moment. This is why, uh, for years, I've been against public funding of art, because, because then government officials like the Nirenbergs and the Wolves <laughs> of the World, they decide what gets funded. Right, it's like that piece of crap that that uh, that Nelson Wolf funded that was going to go down on the extension of the river. This uh, <laughs> goddess of whatever she was, right. and her hair was flowing and whatever. It's a piece of crap. It's a piece of crap. And and we were going to fund pieces of crap. But when you allow those guys to make the decision as to what's going to be funded and what's not going to be funded, well, you'll never have a conservative piece of art ever, ever. Well, uh, you know, uh, it, it, bad art comes from the government. Just like sometimes bad art comes from the record labels or from the institutionalized corporate publishers. Okay, again, artists need to be able to operate on their own, uh, according to their own vision. And anytime you take money or support from someone else to do it, you, 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 you're, you're beholden, you're beholden to, them. to them. 
Okay, and and the other thing is too this business that government has a responsibility to fund art is a bunch of crap. It just is. Okay, nobody funds me. <laughs> well, I don't get any but, money for my book. To, but to they, do they my shouldn't books. decide who gets. I don't want it. They shouldn't decide who gets published and who doesn't get published. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a it's a thing where you have to allow all sides to be in the open marketplace and compete for the dollar and compete for the in, on the open place of, of the open market of ideas. That's where we're challenged. That's where it comes well, yeah. from. That's where growth comes from. But if you only have one side, if you're if you're running around taking down Confederate statues. <laughs> And then you're just putting up one type of statue. You then the public is not challenged to grow in any shape, form, or fashion. That's what was so insidious about this whole removing of these statues that we've gone through over the past year. Well, and and what's even more insidious is that the left are trying to erase their own history with racism. Oh, of course, it's really what it is. That's what they do. It's not about oh, if somebody today casts their eyes upon a Confederate soldier, it speaks of slavery and racism. No, they did. They're it. trying to erase their own they history. Did it. They're the ones that do Yes. Yeah. They're trying to erase their own history yes. Yes. Uh, with things like slavery and right. Jim Crow and all that. They're the ones who did it. The, the Democrat Party, they were the racists. You know, the Republican who freed the slaves. That's exactly right. <laughs> and so when you're talking about Joe Biden as a prime example, there's not a, biggest ra- a bigger racist alive today oh, than God, Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, he praised Robert Byrd. He was a great friend of mine. He, I, he was my mentor. <laughs> he, was the men- he was the mentor not only to <laughs> Joe Biden, but to Hillary Clinton. Could you imagine if Donald Trump had said that was he, one of his mentors was Robert Bird oh and they had my a close God! Do you know what they we would do? We told you he was a white supremacist. Right, 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 right. Well, I hate everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Why do you think I'm so damn angry all the time, man? Why do you think I ended up with this thing hanging off my ass? It's a defibrillator, right? Because I'm always angry. Hey, have you been you shocked yet? Green, huh? Have you been shocked? No, it hasn't happened once. Wow! I was I, when, when I was in South Dakota. I met another guy that had one on. Same thing, man. Oh, on, yeah. his, on his wife's birthday. He couldn't catch his breath, so off to the hospital they go. Yeah. Same thing, heart congestive heart failure. Hook him up with a thing like that. His is in a different location, but he's got the exact same thing. Right, and it's a defibrillator. Uh, right, right. And while we were out, thing thing buzzed him. Wow, man. he got a buzz. He got a buzz on it. I, I, I hasn't gone off on me so far. It may today. I don't know. <laughs> Getting upset by the news. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to let that happen. start sparking before the day's over. You know what? Safe Showers is a great place. They are wonderful people. Chris and Joan are the owners of uh, Safe Showers. Uh, they can talk to you. Anybody over there can talk with you about a new safe shower for your home that will really, really remodel your the whole look of your bathroom. Really changes the whole look of your bathroom. It, it really does. And, I mean, they've got two people that are there. Two, two days, they'll have their crew come over, and they'll take out what you got, and install your safe shower like that. You'll have a brand new safe shower in your home, and it's going to look beautiful. Now, not only is it going to look beautiful, but it is also going to be very functional for you. So a low step-up entry, a non-slip floor, a grab bar that is installed in two-by-sixes in the wall, not just screwed into a piece of plastic when you yank on it, it comes off in your hand. No. Do you want more grab bars? I'll put them all over the place. You want a seat? Okay. I'll put a seat in there that lifts up. I mean, they, the, the color choices and the options are endless what they can do. But the number one thing is they want you to be safe in your shower, and you will be when you buy a safe shower. Give them a call today, 210 